and I'm the creator and the host of Nothing But Nostalgia. I uh, just want to thank uh, the uh, full, as of right now, the very few people that will be listening to this podcast uh, for tuning in. So I just wanted to go over a couple little things uh, before I, we actually start our, our podcast. This is just an introduction episode. This is not going to be um, our, first, our first episode. So when it comes down to our first episode, we're going to have my co-host on here. His name is Nick Jones. He's going to be my Nintendo specialist, uh, mainly because I didn't really play too much Nintendo when I was younger. Um, So nothing but nostalgia. We are a retro and modern game, uh, you know, enthusiasts. We want to be able to bring out the feeling of nostalgia mainly for retro games, as well as reveal them for modern times. So... Our mission here, like I said, is just I want to regain that feeling of nostalgia. I want to give my viewers and my listeners a feeling of nostalgia, you know, from buying the game back in the day to blowing on the cartridge to making sure, like, the game's going to work. You know, like, that feeling is like, wow, like, you know, it's like that brings me back. That's what I want. So that's our mission. That's our goal. And we're going to accomplish it. So... That's just something I want to go over really quick. Uh, a little brief history about me. Uh, I'm 23 years old. This is my very, very first podcast or anything uh, like kind of similar in that fashion. Um, I've always wanted to do something like this, either a podcast or a YouTube channel, but I never really got the courage to do it. I didn't know where to start. I have the materials and stuff like to do it. I am, uh, like, work-wise, I'm an audio engineer at a, at a music studio. So, I mean, I, I know how to work all the stuff. I know how to use it properly. I just didn't know how to start up. And I guess I just overthink it. I'm just like, man, I don't think I'm, I'm not going to make it. I don't think this. I'm not going to do that. I can't do this. Like, But, you know, just, like, seeing other people do it, you know, I'm just like, if they can do it, why can't I do it? So I'm here now. I'm literally in my bedroom recording this as we speak. Um, I do want to eventually move this to the studio to make it a little bit more professional, but we'll just see how this goes. Like I said, this is not, uh, this is nothing professional. I mean, we are, we, we are doing it professionally, but we're going to have a fun attitude, you know, we're going to take this serious and I really want to, I don't know. I really want to see how far this goes. Just, you know, if I get two viewers a day, that's awesome. If I get 15 viewers a day, it's even more awesome, you know? I'm not really the person to, like, thrive off of, um, if I don't get succeed in this, I'm not just going to completely bail out on it, you know, I have a goal, I want to reach it, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, it's, uh, we, we'll just see how it goes, so, my history of, like, video games, I've always done a lot of stuff, uh, not too much with the retro games as a kid, I vaguely remember having a Super NES, but all I had was Super Mario World, so I didn't really get it too too much, and even as a kid playing that game, I really didn't know what I was doing. I just died a lot. I sometimes found a Yoshi in like the first couple levels, and uh, that's really it, honestly. I don't really have too big of a, um, of a like memory on that, but I do remember 
my dad got rid of uh, my Super NES. I think he gave it to my cousin because he bought me another. He bought me another console. He bought me the Sega Genesis, and if I remember correctly, I think my mom told me my dad got that at a yard sale. So I was like, you know, that's fucking awesome. You know, being able to find a Sega Genesis at a yard sale. So he bought it, brought it home to me. Came with a few games. Uh, let's see the games I remember playing on that thing. Streets of Rage as a kid. That was. Uh, I mean, I probably shouldn't have been playing that game as a kid, but man, that was probably still probably to this day one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, Streets of Rage. We did Power Rangers Mighty Morphins. That was a <laughs> that was a fantastic game as well. Let's see. I also played Echo the Dolphin. And there's another one. Oh, uh, Mickey's Fantasia. I vaguely remember that one because I think when I got to a certain point, the game stopped working. So I vaguely remember the very beginning of that game. But I don't know. I thought that was a really interesting game. I really wanted to play it more, but I couldn't. So that sucks. <laughs> but from a Sega Genesis, I jumped to a Nintendo GameCube. And... I've always wanted one of those. I have a cousin that he's probably going to be in the podcast a couple times. I really want him to. Um, he used to play a lot of games, but he just got you know so like caught up with like school and work. He just doesn't have time anymore. So that's another good example of like bringing someone that you know that used to play a lot of video games that doesn't play games anymore and bring that nostalgia back to them. Um, but back to my story. So he bought a Nintendo GameCube, or I should say his parents bought him a Nintendo GameCube. And we've, me and him, grown up together. And, you know, like everything he did, I've always wanted to do. I kind of like followed in his footsteps. And, you know, I saw he had a Nintendo GameCube, and I was like, Mom, I need a Nintendo GameCube. And, you know, a couple months later, when the price dropped at Best Buy, we went there, we picked it up, and I think I picked it up with the Spider-Man game, the the first Spider-Man game on the GameCube. And, man, I had a blast. Like, the controller was so easy to learn. You know, the games were so small. And, you know, and eventually moved up to, like, uh, Luigi's, uh, what is it, Luigi's Mansion. That was a good one. We did Super Smash Bros. Melee. We also did uh, Super Mario Kart, uh, it's not Super Mario Kart, Mario Kart Double Dash, that's what it is. And uh, one of my personal favorites, Soul Calibur 2. And back in the day I didn't know this, but um, <clears throat> so Soul Calibur 2, was they had exclusive characters for each uh, game. So I know the PS2, I don't remember, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the PS2 had a special character from Tekken. Uh, the Xbox, original Xbox version had uh, the Marvel character Spawn, and then the Nintendo GameCube had the special character Link, and Link was so overpowered, that's all I used, and I, you know, I went to the story mode, the arcade mode, I unlocked everything in that game, and for some reason, I remember, and probably because I was a kid, but Finding Nemo, I played that game, I don't know how I got that game, uh... <clears throat> coming from someone that plays a lot like you know, I was like Soul Calibur and stuff and then ended up playing Finding Nemo I couldn't beat that fucking game there's one point where you're chasing uh, I think it's I forget like, it's been a while since I've seen the movie or played the game but I think the guy the main guy's name is like Marvin or something and like you're Dory and you're trying to like chase him down no no you're Marvin and you're chasing Dory down and it's just constant 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 it took forever and I just gave up I was like okay I'm done with this game I'm not, never playing this shit ever again but uh anyways you know that's how that happened and then we got to the point where I wanted to upgrade 
and I sold my GameCube and got a PS2 and that was really really fun too unfortunately I didn't own too many games when it came to the PS2 um, I know the main ones were like Need for Speed, Underground, Underground 2, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Budokai, <clears throat> and Gran Turismo, and Tony Hawk, like Pro Skater 3, Pro Skater 4, and I think American Wasteland was on the PS2 as well, that's where I played that. That was really fun. A lot of other games I had to go to my cousin's house or, uh, even like family members, friend's house, just so I can play other games, but... Uh, their PS2 games, but still, that was really that was a really fun year for video games, because you know, like you go to your next door neighbor's house, you just bring your controller and your memory card. They have the same game, we just pop it in, and then we just like verse each other with their own characters and stuff. And Dragon Ball Z is like, I don't know, I just I remember those times very vaguely, and that was when, uh, let's see. Then from there, let's see the PS2. I boy I always wanted a 360 because again my cousin got a 360 and I wanted it really bad because it looked like the graphics were just like revolutionary and I was like whoa like you own a 360 and you're playing Halo and this shit looks so fucking real I want this so I try to get one and then I realized that like you can play online and that's really cool too but this it was like 60 bucks a month and I you know I kind of cheaped out I was like nah I'm not I'm not ready for that so my parents helped me buy a PS3. They went half on me. That's then. This is when the PlayStation 3. I think it was the first generation, 40 gigabyte model, uh, for like four or five hundred dollars when it first came out. And I was like, fuck yeah, I got a PlayStation 3. Bought it. Circuit City went out of business, and then it dropped down to like 300 or like 250 bucks, like 300 dollars. So like I literally spent like 500 dollars on nothing. Like. And I didn't even it didn't even come with the fucking game. So like all I did was like play demos like the majority of the time. So that sucked. But you know as I uh, you know did like chores and got my monthly allowance or whatever. Uh, I bought a lot of like um, I bought like Guitar Hero three of course that was like you know number one at the time. Uh, let's see PlayStation three at the time that was that was like the Uncharted series that was Killzone two. Uh, uh, I don't really own too many crazy games. There was a PlayStation exclusive game on the PlayStation Store called The Pain that I played all the time. That was a great game. It's still really fun to this day, but I'm not really sure if the developers are still, you know, like updating that game currently, honestly. But, you know, if you guys haven't played that game, Pain, that game is fucking super hilarious. But, uh,. At one point, that's when I was uh, in high school. You know, all my friends are playing. Like, I only had like a handful of friends that had PS3. All the majority of them had uh, Xbox 360. And they're like, "No, nah, dude, Xbox 360 is the way to go. The controller feels better. This, this, and that." And I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want to pay for live. All I have to do is just hit the online button, and I could play online for you know for free." And then you know they're like, "Yeah, but it's worth it. This, this, and that." And I was like, "God, like I'm down, but I'm not down to pay like sixty dollars a month or a year. Sorry." But uh, funny thing about that, my one of my buddies, um, good buddies, uh, his name is Gilbert. He's actually going to be on the show as well. Uh, I'm going to get him on here. He played a lot of retro video games back in his day. But he had an old um, 360, and if I remember correctly, I think it was the 360 Elite at the time. It was like the first generation Elites. And that was a really expensive console, if you guys don't remember, because they had like 250 gigabytes of uh, you know, like space. 
It also, um, you know, came in the color black, and it supposedly it was Red Ring of Death proof. And, you know, back in the day, all the arcade and the pro machines all got Red Ring of Death. But somehow this elite happened to get the Red Ring of Death. So I talked to my cut my 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 friend. I was like, "Hey man, you know, if you're getting if if you're getting rid of it, if I fix it, can I have it?" And he's like, "Yeah, dude, come on, let's let's do it." So he came over. We looked into it. My dad's a, a computer, uh, an IT guy, so he brought home some thermal paste for me, and we looked it up. I mean, there's like multiple tricks. You can do the towel trick. You can do like the fan trick. But we actually opened up the the console all the way to the motherboard. And, like, I think it was, like, the CPU or the GPU you had to do it. Uh, God, I cannot remember. But it was a long time ago. But, <clears throat> excuse me. But, uh, so, we opened up the Xbox, found the CPU or GPU, and then, like, we wiped off all the thermal paste. We layered it with a whole new thermal paste, and we also put a penny on top. I'm not sure if you guys remember the penny trick, because copper can, like, absorb that heat very, very well. So, we did that. Plugged it in, and then we played. I played that thing straight for three months before it crapped out on me again. But man, those three months were fucking awesome. Uh, you know, all my friends are right. You know, I love the PlayStation 3, don't get me wrong, but the Xbox 360 was superior at the time, and I see why. You know, the controller was super comfortable. The games were awesome. And, you know, and all my, like I said, all my friends played it. So, like, I was able to jump on Call of Duty and just have such a great time. I'd go up, come home after school. Just fucking throw my backpack down, don't even touch or think about my homework, and then just fucking play games all night. Then I'd get in trouble because that's all I did, and I started failing my classes, and that's a whole other story. But, um, yeah, but uh, as of today, I have, I believe, nine or ten consoles in my room. Let's see, so starting, I have a PlayStation 1, PS2, PS3, uh, PlayStation 4 Pro, Xbox, the original, Xbox 360 Slim, Xbox One S, uh, I also have a Dreamcast and a Wii, and a Nintendo GameCube. So yeah, that's actually, yeah, 10 consoles in my room. So, like I said, so like the whole purpose of this podcast, I want to give those feelings of nostalgia back to, you know, those classic gamers, you know, that still game today or they don't they can't game because of school or or work you know i want them to be able to tune into my podcast and just be like man i remember those days you know and i have a grip ton of video games i have a lot of modern games but i mostly have a lot of retro video games mostly for the original xbox but i can get a hold of a of an nes if i need it i can get a hold of a super nes and a nintendo 64 if i need it but like worst case I do have emulators uh I bought like a package online because I don't support like pirating you know and that's you know developers work really hard for that shit so I I do not support that excuse me but you know when it comes down to like the emulators I bought like a package that came with a lot of video games for like NES and Super NES Sega Genesis um Game Boy Game Boy Advance and I have it on my Mac I have it on my on my uh, my Nintendo Wii, so if I can't get a hold of the video game consoles that I want to review or the the games I want to review on, um, you know, I'll just resort to the emulators. That's fine with me. I mean, obviously the 
the more vintage, the better. I'd rather play on the original consoles because, you know, nothing beats those original controllers. Like the NES, like that's really square controller. All it is is A, B, start, select, and the D-pad. That's all it is. That's all it needed to be at the time, you know? And that's super nostalgic, you know? But when you play those on the Wii, you got the classic control that will, like, you know, you got four buttons, you know, you got the A, B, X, Y, you got the two shoulder buttons, you got the sh uh, shoulder triggers, you got two joysticks, you got this, this, and that. And I know it does help out the game a lot, but I'd rather play it like how it would originally used to be played. And like I said, so I want to do... You know, uh, so like we're going to introduce the game when we start. We're going to introduce who's going to be on the podcast. Usually it's going to be about like two to four people, depending on the game. And, you know, we're going to talk about it, give it like a brief history when it came out, who are the publishers. And, you know, if we have any type of nostalgia feeling from it, we're going to explain it. You know, like, oh, I remember this back in the day when this came out. You know, like another game that I had vaguely, this is another uh, thing on top of my head. Uh, another game that I had, like, thought about lately was Simpsons Hit and Run. You know, that was revolutionary too for its time because, you know, we got, like, GTA out. We got, it's basically kids' GTA, even though it's not really for kids. I think, if I remember correctly, I think it's rated T. I think it's T, not rated M. But uh, either way, um, you know, you can still go around, you can steal people's cars, you can just go around and fucking just start punching random people and stuff, and dude, that game was probably one of the best games I've ever played when I was a uh, child, but the thing was, I never was able to buy it, because it was always so expensive, so I remember vaguely, when that game came out, my feeling of nostalgia was that I had to go to Game Crazy back in Hollywood Video when those were still around, and I had coupons that you get one you get one free rental a month for I think I get to keep the game for like five or seven days. So I get to keep a game for one week every month and it was always that game. Next month, hit and run. Month after that, hit and run. You know, I just wanted to keep beating I like just keep playing it and beating it and I just that game I just had such a great time with that game. But you know that's my feeling of nostalgia, and I want to feel. I want to get that feeling back to those people. You know, like I said, like I, I have the original consoles, I have the original controllers, and you know I want to go over everything, the gameplay, how shitty some of these games actually were. You know, when you're a kid and you're playing it, you don't know better. You're just playing around. But like nowadays, I want to see how it aged. You know, if it aged well. You know, like recently, like. One other nostalgia feeling was uh, Minority Report for the GameCube. I rebought it for the X for the original Xbox because it's a, it's a, a little bit more of a powerful console. But the thing with that, um, I played it, and I forgot how terrible that game looked. The game was bad, but the uh, the graphics were bad. I'm sorry, graphics were bad. You know, gameplay controls wise was kind of wonky, but the gameplay was super fun because of ragdoll physics you know like they had like you know i used to do like combos where i'd make sure they go through glass and you see the glass sh like shatter while their like body just gets like thrown and like you know in the air and stuff it's i don't know as a kid i thought that was hilarious but like nowadays i'm just like wow like this game is really shitty but it is still very fun to play so i want to explain that feeling to you guys as well and so was everyone else that's going to be on the podcast. And what I'm planning to do, I want to do, like, our own review on the games, too, you know. 
if the games but like i don't want to do like um like the professional like ign game spot reviewers do like because like they drain they take down the points if like the gameplay sucks and the graphics sucks and this this and that sucks like i want to review the game as if you know like zero to ten for funness you know if the game is really shitty like minority report but it's really really fun to play i'll give it a score based upon that you know but obviously we're not going to get like 10 out of 10 because this game is super fun to play even though it looks like shit we're not going to do that for every single game you know and i want to like like i said usually there's gonna be about two to four people on a pot in one episode and or per episode and each of us are going to give our own scores out of 10 and then I'm going to average it out, and that's going to be our official score for that game. And like I said, I have tons and tons of video games at my disposal. And trust me when I say that we're going to take advantage of it. Especially like the classic GameCube control, uh, controllers, GameCube games, and the original Xbox games, PS2, Sega Genesis. And like I said, I can get a hold of my NES, a Super NES, and a Nintendo 64. And... Unfortunately, I didn't. I wasn't able to play too much of that back in the day, but you know that's why I have my co-host Nick Jones. He's the my Nintendo specialist, as I previously stated at the beginning of the podcast. That he's gonna be the specialist. So now he's the guy that's done. You know, played all that. But I have it, so I'm gonna get that feeling. He's gonna get the feeling of nostalgia, while you you guys get the feeling for me that of a brand new newcomer to these games. Like, don't get me wrong, I play the games. You know, I play like, you know, like Legend, uh, like the Legend of Zelda back in the day. I played the Super Mario Brothers. You know, Paperboy. You know, I played all those good games. You know, Mike Tyson Punch Out. But I just never owned the console. I've only played the emulators. So, and you know, like and like lately, I have access to those consoles. So I have been playing it and. Man, those games are pretty tricky. Back in the day, they were still pretty hard. So, you know, that's just that's the, my podcast. This is what I want to do. And, you know, hopefully I get a good, decent following. You know, pretty soon I'm going to start making, like, social media accounts for this. So you guys can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. And, you know, I like I said, I want I want feedback too, you know. If you guys have, like, video game suggestions, like, I'm going to create... Um, uh, I want you guys to be able to t- like send me requests for video games, and we're gonna we're, we'll try our best to get all these done. Cause I have a good arsenal of video games, but my buddies also have a good arsenal too, so I can pull from them. And oh, and my buddy Steven, he's ca- he's periodically gonna be in the podcast as well. He just works uh, you know five days a week full time, so it's a little hard to get a grasp of him, but. He's my PC specialist. Um, me personally, I never really got into the PC realm. I've always wanted to, but I just it's just kind of pricey, you know. If you want like a decent rig that's gonna last you a long time, you're gonna be spending a lot of money. And he's full time. He makes a good amount of money, so he's you know he has like really really expensive computer rigs and and it's I mean just lately I've been starting to get into him like periodically. I would go to like internet. We have internet cafes over here where I live, and um, you know specifically, we would go there just to play like Counter Strike or what else was a good one like Left 4 Dead online and stuff. And like like the PC games are so much fun because like you can depending on your rig, you can get like a constant 60 frames per second, and the gameplay is always just solid and smooth. And 
you know, that's that's just something I, I, I really enjoy playing games like that. But, you know, like I said, I never really got into them. And now that my bet, I mean, my best friend Steven, he has a gaming rig, so he's gonna explain to us and show us what's up. You know, um, I know there's there's a pretty good amount of uh, nostalgic video games when it comes down to uh, PC, but you know, like I said, I'm not really into that realm. So he's gonna be the one to introduce me to those uh, nostalgic video games. Um, let's see. I think I pretty much covered any, everything I wanted to talk about. But like I said, this is our mission. You know, hopefully we get a good following. I want people to recommend some games to play. We already have a big chart of uh, video games that we're going to roll through. We just got to get through them. And, yeah, well, thank you for tuning in. And we hope to be hearing or seeing a lot of viewers listening to our podcast very soon. My name is Richard from Nothing But Nostalgia. And thank you for tuning in. Catch you for next time.